It's The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel and Angie Taylor. Hello. Good evening. We're back. It's The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Love dating, romance, relationships. You found the place for all of it. That's what we talk yes. about here. Hi, Simon Marcel. You are a French romantic. Bonjour, Angie Taylor. You are an American realist. You keep me real when I go too high in the cloud of romance. You'll see Angie always bringing back to reality. Is there any such thing as too high in the cloud of romance? Sometimes. Sometimes Sometimes. I get lost up there. Yeah. Well, that's why I'm here, (laughs) to shoot your dreams down. No. (laughs) Um, No. We would love to hear from you tonight. If you need advice on uh, your love life, anything going on, 855-905-8255. And we have a lot to get to today. We got calls. We got emails. We got questions. We got Mm -hmm. problems. And we're going to solve them, all of them, on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. You're listening to The Rendezvous tonight with Simon and Angie. Thanks for being here on your love, dating, romance, relationship spot. Let's go to the phone, Simon, and uh, dish out some advice. How about that? 855-905-8255. I want to pick up the call here waiting from Springfield, Massachusetts, listening on Mix 93.1. Here's Ryan. Hi, Ryan. Bonjour. Hey, Angie. Hey, how are you, Simon? I'm doing good. We're good. What can we help you with? Um, my girlfriend and I were together for almost two years and we broke up last week and mm-hmm. I, uh, I should never let this happen. And I, I just, I don't know what to do. I'm trying to win her back and I, I, I need some help. What did you do, Ryan? What did you do? <laughs> I, 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 I didn't, I didn't do it's really what I didn't do. That's the well, thing. It's what okay. I. It's what I wasn't ready to do. She is, this. She's amazing. She's 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 beautiful. She's she's smart. She's so sexy, and she wants to settle down. She wants you know. She wants kids. That's it. She wants a family, and mm-hmm. she wants me to you know be uh, ready for that. And and I thought that I was, and or at least I said that I was. Well, are you or are you not ready for that? Because if you go chasing her back again and then you're like, you know, I'm still not ready. That's not fair to do to her. So are you actually ready? Because you know what she wants. Well, I know I want a family with her. I know she's the one I want a family with. I know I want a family soon. I don't know that all my ducks are in a row today. I don't know that getting pregnant today is the smart thing for either of us to do. I mean, it. Is she saying she wants to get pregnant today and get married today and all of that? She wants to go off birth control. Mm. Okay, Ryan, how much do you love her? How much in your heart, in your soul, and and even in your brain, how much do you think she is the one? Simon, she's the one. She's the only one. Then why let her get away? I mean... Exactly, Angie. So then if you're so sure... And we love to hear this. Well, then, you know, I understand the panic attack. I understand the fear. I understand. But if that's just a fear, I would say call her back and, and get back with her. Unless you have to tell us what you mean by the ducks are not in the row. No, no. I mean, just you know, financially and, and like career-wise, I don't think either of us are, are where we hoped to be. And, and once you have, once you start a family, once you have kids, like, you know, you got to put all your stuff on the back burner. Well, not really. I mean, I will say this, like, as far as being ready, it's such a thing that people say, I'm not ready. Um, I will be ready once this happens. Once I make more, you're never, there's never like a time that you're going to be ready to have kids if you wait around forever, because you're always going to say, well, I need more money because college is expensive and this and that. I got to say, just 
If you're in love, you got to take that leap of faith and know that it's going to work out. What is more frightening to you, the idea of a family right away or the idea of losing this girl forever? Um, man, definitely, I don't want to lose her. Then there's your answer. Exactly. Well said, Angie. Also, you have to understand, also, you have the right to say no, right? I mean, if you don't want it, say no. Nobody's to blame. If you're calling and us and that. telling us that you want the family, I suggest then you call her tonight and get together. And then you guys do the math for the money, for the savings. But don't let love being broken by a fear. Love is too precious for that. So go for it. That's my advice. What do you mm-hmm. say, Angie? I agree. You don't want to lose her, okay. so... Go. Run. Run, Forrest. Go get her. (laughs) Ryan, go run for love. We'll uh, be anxiously waiting to see how everything goes and let us know, okay? Exactly. Thanks, Ryan. All right. More of The Rendezvous next with Simon and Angie. It's The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Welcome back. We had our caller, Ryan, saying, my girlfriend, who I just broke up with, wants to have, you know, a kid and get married, and I told her I wasn't ready, but I don't want to lose her. Um, he said he didn't have his ducks in a row. Simon, mm-hmm. is is that a thing? I'm not ready. I'm not ready, but I you know, still demand to be with you. I mean, I feel like if somebody feels very strongly about this is what I want and you can't yeah. give it to them, you have to let them go. Angie, in my 20s, every time I fell in love, every time I really liked a woman I was dating who wanted to get married, let's say she wanted children I didn't want to, I probably lied many, many times in my 20s about this, using that excuse, I'm not ready, I'm too young, you're too young, and all this. Well, I knew way back in my heart that that was not what I wanted. And why do you, a man does that? It's fear of rejection, because you really love or like the person. You just don't feel getting married, you don't feel like you want to have kids. And only later in life, you are over the fear of rejection, you can talk about it. But the excuse of, I'm not ready. You think that's uh, a fear of rejection? Yes, because you want to keep the person, right? So ideally, uh, if Ryan could have done his way, it would have been, I'm staying with my girlfriend. We don't get married, we don't have kids for a long time. Yeah. You don't want to have a kid with somebody that does not want to have a kid. Like you want to both be ready for it and sure that you want a child. Don't bring somebody into the world where somebody is already saying, I don't want to be there. I don't want to be a part of it. I'm, I'm not ready. Um being ready, are, are we ever really ready? You have no idea how much work kids are. So, you know, be ready mentally and you guys will figure it out. But both have to want that to happen. So, mm-hmm. all right, more of The Rendezvous. Let's take some emails that came into Simon and Angie.com when we come back. Great. This is The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Thanks for being with us tonight. Love dating, romance, relationships, and we give you advice. Simonandangie.com is the place to send an email if you have a question, and we promise to get to it on the air. Simon and Angie email came in from Coolidge, Arizona. Uh, our listener, Kelly, um, she mm-hmm. listens on Mix 96.9 there. She says, I need your opinion, Simon and Angie, on something that's kind of embarrassing. I'm okay with my husband. Watching adult movies. I get it. You know, everybody does it. But I found out that he's watching webcams, and I feel like that crosses the line. It's interactive. It's more real. It just makes me feel uncomfortable. Am I a hypocrite for saying it's okay to watch the movies, but feeling like this is too much? What do you think? Simon, do you feel like that is crossing the line? Would you be upset? I would be upset, and I understand Kelly is upset. Um Somebody who does that suddenly miss or feels lonely, okay? So the reason that you uh, go on those cam or do things like this is to have an interaction with, with a real person without meeting, 
Uh, so mm. you're not really physically cheating, absolutely not. But somebody who needs to go to a third person they don't know just to chit-chat shows there's a lack at home. So well, they're not just chit-chatting. Yes, I played it very romantically. Yeah. But, if it was but, just chit-chatting, like, okay, you need a new, go on front and go find a but friend. But there is, <laughs> yeah, there's no touching. There's no physical contact. So it's just something is missing. And Kelly first is upset. And if you look with maturity, you goes, what's missing? Let's talk. Why are you doing this? What's missing at home? How can we change that so he doesn't do it again? Or he's addicted, and then it's a different conversation. What do you well, say, Angie? Well, I want to talk more about the webcam versus you know, just the movies, and if it is crossing the line or if it's the same next on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. You're listening to The Rendezvous tonight with Simon and Angie. Simonandangie.com is our email and uh, actually is our website, and you can send email there. That's where we got this email from our listener, Callie, saying, hey, I don't have a problem with my husband Watching adult movies, I know he does that sometimes, a lot of people do, Um, but she says, I found out that he's been watching these webcam girls, and Mm -hmm. I feel like it's crossing the line now. It's interactive, and it feels more real, and she's upset, and Simon, you say there's something missing in their relationship if he's going that far. Yeah, I said to Kelly, you know, I totally understand her frustration and the fact she's upset because it's not the right thing to do. It's it's inappropriate to do that. But deep down, the real question is why one would go to a website to have interaction with a stranger and talk, or even if it's directed in a way that is more ooh-la-la, it's still something is missing somewhere. Yeah, I mean, I I just do feel like it is the next level because, you know, when you're just watching an adult movie, there's a 0% chance... Um, you're going to leave your person to be with this actress on there because it's a one-way interaction. This webcam, you can talk to them. You can pick the same girl every day and have these relations every day, have these intimate conversations. You know, you can talk about anything in life. So you really, you can develop a relationship. Absolutely, Angie. And usually you get compliment, right? So if you go know what the girl says to the client, is you look so good and all this, always the same old tricks. Yeah. And then the man watching it feels empowered to be like a Superman. That's right. why right. he gets that. He doesn't get that from any movies, indeed. Yeah, there's a satisfaction there. And I would be, that seems to me like a gateway drug. Like that's the gateway to cheating or something. You're you're right there. You're that close. Um, because you are having ooh-la-la relations, just not in person, but you can see each other, you can talk to each other about it, you can direct each other. So to me, I would be furious. And Kelly, I think you need to make sure that your husband knows that he has crossed the line and it's not acceptable and that it's not something that you're okay with in your relationship. And hopefully he knows and hears you and understands Mm -hmm. that and takes it to heart and, and gets off the webcams. And if he can't, then I think that's a big problem. Absolutely. Have a great talk about it, though. Listen carefully, because yeah. something is missing there. Would you be mad, Simon, if uh, if it were a woman that you were with and, and you found out she was doing that? I'd be, first, really mad, second, uh, upset, and, and finally sad that something is missing like that. But I would totally be open to say, what are you getting from that person on the screen you're not getting with me? Yeah, that's a great question to ask. All right. Thank you so much, Simon Bar- Simon Marcel. What is your name? Simon Marcel. Thank you so Simon much. Simon Marcel. <laughs> uh, more Rendezvous, more love, dating, romance coming up on The Rendezvous. It's The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Thanks for being with us tonight. Love, dating, romance, and relationships. And our favorite game to play, Never Have I Ever. 
And we love Never Have I Ever. We have and great questions. Yeah, we do have questions. We're going to do it a little differently. Usually we just, you know, Simon and I go back and forth and ask these questions. And we hope that, you know, it inspires you to ask these questions of your maid or your friends or whatever. But um, we're going to use the entire show, meaning myself, Simon, producer Jill, associate producer Trisha, technical producer Adam. The whole shebang is here. So I'm going to ask the first question. Okay. If you have done what I'm asking, say... I have, or your name, who has. Okay? So here we go. Never have I ever worn another person's underwear. Oh, my God. No. no. Anyone? No. Not Simon. You guys are lame. Okay, Simon, it's your turn. You have- <laughs> Wait, what about a guy's boxers? I mean, I think every girl's done that. Yeah. Okay. Like, okay. borrowed boxers no. to sleep in or something like yeah. that. No. no, I don't think that's the same. Okay. Like, if you wore his tidy whities to work, <laughs> that would be different. <laughs> so, Simon, go ahead. Never have I ever had the ooh more than three times in one day. Oh, come on. I mean, Adam, you go first. Yeah, many times. I don't know how. Uh, what else to say on that one. Yeah, I mean, you can't really describe, but yeah. the answer for Adam is yes. Absolutely. The answer for me is yes. Me too. Yes. Jill? Yep. Who's me? You got to say your Trisha. names. Jill. Jill and Trisha both. Yes. Simon, I know your answer. <laughs> You're like, three? I did that before breakfast. No, no, no. <laughs> I did that years ago. Okay. Um, never have I ever had a fling during a business trip. Oh, plenty of times. Plenty of uh, times. Yes, because okay. I used to be in business before radio, and we would take those trips. It was like in Europe, and then you would, you would be lucky because you you're single, you meet other single people in the clubs. Right. I right. would go out, so and you a lot of fleet. that has happened. All yes. right, one more round with the show of Never Have I Ever next on the Rendezvous. This is the Rendezvous with Simon and Angie playing our favorite game, Never Have I Ever, with the entire show. Play the game with your friends, whoever's in the car with you or at work with you or at home with you. Um, These are fun questions. Simon, it's your turn to ask the entire show. Thanks, Angie. Never have I ever snooped through someone's bathroom or bedroom without them knowing. I've done it a million times. You have? I do it to people I'm not even dating. I'll do it at parties. Don't let me in your house. Because I'm looking in your medicine to cabinet to see what kind of creams and salves and, you know, meds you're on. <laughs> yes, I'm that person. What a snooper. I'm a snooper. What a snooper. Am I, I the only one? I don't I think it. I, no. no. No, Simon, no. Adam, no. No, I have not. I have not no. snooped, no. So no, no snooping. You <laughs> You have never looked in somebody's drawer. They're nice. Stand- no snooping. Only if I was looking for something. Yeah. What are you looking for? Uh, Evidence? No. Okay. Like a supply. Evidence. Like something I needed. Well, that's so why I'm looking I. too. Oh, right. Oh, oh okay. really, Angie? Did you snoop at my condo? No, I did not you snoop at your are you, are you kidding? I was scared to death to even walk on your carpet. <laughs> Good. Um, yeah. Okay, <laughs> let me ask. Never have I ever, all you liars on this show, lied about what I did for a living just to get some ooh-la-la. No. No. Girls don't really have to. We don't have to. No. <laughs> I, 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 I did. I exaggerated my role in business when I was in my 20s. So you instead did? of being, yeah. So instead of being, let's say, local manager for one branch, I became the whole CEO of the whole thing at oh. 25 years old, which was totally impossible. But before the I Google the Times. I am the CEO of Tesla. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Something so like I did, that. Shame on me. Shame I did lie you. about that. Yeah. I think a lot of, Adam, no, never. You never no. pulled that stunt? No, don't need to. Oh, oh. 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 okay, Adam. Okay, Adam's got it like that. Yep. We'll dish out some advice next on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie.
You're listening to The Rendezvous tonight with Simon and Angie. We are here to help you. We are your friends in this romantic struggle. What is going on? 855-905-8255. Tell us your problems. If you need advice, we're here for you. We'll help. Mm -hmm. Um, So let's go to the phones right now. We have a call coming in from Wheaton, Illinois. They listen on 93.9 Light FM. Here's Andrea. Hi, Andrea. Hi. Bonjour. How are you? Good. Good. How are you? What can we help you with? Um, I got married last year in April, mm-hmm. and right now we're going through a divorce due to some domestic issues and some abuse, and I'm ready to get out of the situation. I'm sorry so, to hear that. Yeah, so I, I end up leaving, and someone's taking interest in me, and I'm interested in them. So the question I have is, should I proceed while I'm getting the divorce, or should I wait until after? So you're no longer living with the person you're divorcing? No, we're in two different states. Two different states? Yes. Um, how are you emotionally handling this split? Are you okay? Do you still... Oh, yeah, I'm okay. I'm okay because I realized my worth and I realized what I deserve. And right. um, the feelings had left long before we even decided to okay. you know, get a divorce. The feelings were gone. Well, so. I'm glad that you got out of this situation. Um, Simon, yeah. wh- what advice do you have for Andrea saying, I'm going through a divorce. It's a different state. I'm out. It's over. I'm fine. Somebody's showing interest. Should she pursue it? Uh, I think that first and foremost, Andrea, um, you are totally transparent with that new person. And yeah. you give them the choice, right? We're all adults, so this choice belongs between really you and that other person. What matters is that you're transparent about you're not divorced yet, but you're separated, and that the person will make the choice to be with you based on the facts and not disappointed later, or let's say you were fakingly saying that you separated but you're still married and don't want to get right. a divorce. So I'm all for it as long as it's honest on the table from day one, Andrea. Yeah, I agree with Simon. Um, You were saying that you're worried to proceed. Is that because you don't think you're ready to proceed or you don't want to put her through this? I don't want want to put her through the drama. Okay, well, here's the thing. If If she's showing interest and you have told her what's going on, it's her decision whether or not yes. she wants the drama. You know what I mean? If you're being right. honest, like Simon said, and laying it all out there, like, hey, it's going to be rocky for a little while here until this is all settled, until we're, you know, legally done. Um, if you're along for the ride and you want to, like, ride with me, cool. I mean, that's up to her whether she wants to be in, right. but you have to be a million percent honest of what's going on and and give her that option at any time. Right. Yes. Exactly. Yeah, and who knows? I mean, somebody that goes through that with you could be an amazing support for you. It can make you guys stronger on the other side. It could be the love of your life and somebody that gets you through uh, what's a difficult time. So it might be a really good thing, but always keep that communication going. Yeah, exactly. You have to disclose, but you have to also think, is my actual still partner will intoxicate the new one, one way or the other, reaching out by Facebook or other things. So that's something to consider so you don't, you know, burn your chances. Right. Oh, yeah. Okay, that's definitely something to think about. Well, I appreciate it. Well, Thank we wish you, so you the much. best of luck and, and your proceedings as they go on. We cheer you on for getting out of an abusive relationship, so good for you. Yes. And we wish you the best for your love life in the future. Absolutely. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, guys. I appreciate it. You're welcome, Andrea. So many people say, like, well, how long should I wait after a long-term relationship or after a tumultuous relationship before I jump into something else? That's next on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie.
It's the rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Welcome back. We just had our caller, Andrea, who is talking about the fact that she's going through a divorce. It's so over. They live in separate places, but somebody's showing interest, and she doesn't know if she wants to put this new person mm-hmm. through you know, all the drama that she's going through right now. Do you think there is a time that is too fast to jump back into a new relationship once one is over? Or is that just a case-by-case basis, do you think? Or do you feel like people should go through a process? Well, I think that um, life has a natural process of, of from birth to death, and then there's many steps in the way of life. Same thing with relationships from the beginning, the first spark of the relationship, to the last spark of that relationship. I like the idea to have a time in between, ideally. Uh, some needs a couple weeks, some needs a year. Time to uh, reflect and, and think To about- reflect and to clean the past, to empty your bag of disappointment, of sorrows, yeah. of anger, of resentment, of disappointment. I so, think it's also important to have that time to think about what you have learned through that process. Like, what did I learn yeah. about this relationship that didn't work out that I'm not going to do again or allow myself to be involved with, with my next relationship? Exactly. It's, it's those, those emotional baggages that we carry from the first relationship of our lives to the last one. And we can make those suitcases heavier and heavier or lighter and lighter if we get rid of them taking the time. Now, Angie, you still make a great point. It's still case by case because we know stories of people went from one to the other, got married, happy for the rest of their life. We all have friends like that who can never be alone. Like they just jump from one serious thing into another serious thing. And you're like, whoa, catch your breath. And they're like, no, I'm good. And they just roll through it. Yeah, they they function that way. Um, So it is case by case. But... In this case, and I think in a lot of them, it's like if you feel like you're ready and you feel like this is a love, I'm all, I'm all for finding love when and how you yeah. can find it if it's real love. So, all yeah. right. We're going to do some more love, dating, romance topics on mm-hmm. The Rendezvous next. It's The Rendezvous where we give you advice on your love, dating, romance life. Hello, Simon Marcel, our French romantic here. Bonjour, la belle Angie Taylor. Bonsoir. Thank you for being with us tonight. SimonandAngie.com. That's our website. You can find our email there. And we do have an email that I want to get to. Uh, mm-hmm. Evan, who listens on the iHeartRadio app. If you want to listen on the app as well, search Simon and Angie. Um, my girl uh, took a call from her ex during the ooh-la-la. What? We were right in the middle of it, and her phone rang. So she looked at it and said, I have to take this. When she came back, she told me that her ex had just lost his job and needed to talk to her. She then started to try to get back into the ooh-la-la, and I turned her down because obviously it killed the vibe. Now she's mad at me for rejecting her. Don't you think I should be mad? What do you guys think I should do? She says that she was worried about him doing anything stupid, so she really wanted to take that call just in case. What do you think, Okay, Well... So I just positioned myself in the same situation. And if my girlfriend, in the middle of the ooh would grab her phone for anybody else than, I would say, her parents or a daughter or, or son or whatever, I would be very upset, to be honest. Yeah. I don't think it's normal during such an intimacy to take any phone calls, period, besides the immediate loved one that may need help, except. But now there is a good side, is that she wanted to get back to the ooh And meaning, even she talked to another lover, an ex-lover, it didn't stop her from wanting him still. That I like. I think so maybe that was like a way of saying, oh, I, I screwed up, I should try to like make this better. I don't know if it was all about her being like, okay, I'm really well, into you, let's keep... But- I think that he has every right to be mad, and I don't think he needs to apologize. Do you agree? 
He doesn't need to apologize. She needs to apologize. She Wait does. A minute. She, she does. needs to apologize to him. Thanks for the email. Uh, more <laughs> of The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie next. You're listening to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Thanks for being with us tonight. We just had an email that came in from our listener, Evan. Uh, he wrote in his simonandangie.com saying that his girlfriend took mm-hmm. a call from her ex-boyfriend right in the middle of the ooh-la-la. And Yeah. And he was super mad. And, you know, she tried to be like, oh, no big deal. Now she's mad. Whatever. That's not cool at all. It brings me to uh, this statistic that um, our producer Jill found. 62% of women have checked their phone during the ooh-la-la. Say again, how many? 62%. I don't know if that means they picked up the call to take a call or if they've seen that it's ringing and while they're like in the, they just kind of glance over to see who's calling. But if you're picking up your phone, come on. And half of guys said they've done the same, too. So I've never done that. I've done some dumb things during Ooh La La, though, I will admit. Like what? Like well, I fell what? asleep one time. Oh, but wait that, a minute. <laughs> don't think you're escaping that story. What happened? And was Well, it was a very long night of drinking. I was tipsy, perhaps. It was very late. I was really tired even to begin with. I don't even think I should have. I had no business even starting walking down that road, okay? okay? I should have just gone home and gone to sleep. We started, you know, to fool around, and I might have fallen asleep, and he might have said, are you sleeping? And I said, no, I was just like, you know, my eyes closed, I'm just like in heaven right now. I don't know, something like that, but I actually did fall Good asleep. Good answer. I don't know how long I had been sleeping. <laughs> I don't know if he was, you know, trying to talk to me about something and I wasn't answering beforehand. I don't know how he knew, but I was definitely asleep. <laughs> I don't know if I snored. Like, love the honesty. That's That's not good. That's right. Um, I have had ooh la la and had the guy just stop um, and just like quit because his mind was on something else and he wasn't into it. Have you done that? um, No, 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 no. But my mind sometimes uh, derail, and so I'm still. I think everybody's mind can wander, but you yeah. wouldn't stop, right? No, no, no. I enjoy it too much. No, it's not possible. Would you be uh, upset if a woman fell asleep during? That has happened on me. Really? Yeah. Same reason as me? I same, think so. Same? Okay. Mixed um, with some marijuana. Oh, marijuana. Yeah. The marijuana made her go day night? Marijuana. Oh, yeah, yeah. But uh, it happens. So it has happened to me. Yeah, it has happened. All right. I'm yeah. glad I'm not the only one. Okay. More of the rendezvous uh, when we come back. Simon and Angie next. It's the rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Thanks so much for being with us on the show tonight about love, dating, and romance. Um, we had a great show. If you missed it, please go to simonandangie.com. You'll find our podcast there. Topics uh, such as dating while going through a divorce. That was a call we took from Andrea. Um, yep. Things not to do. During the ooh-la-la, all you 62% of women checking your phone, what is going on? That's crazy. (laughs) Um, And then also we had Ryan's call. It started our show about wanting to get back with his girlfriend. They just broke up after dating two years. She wanted to get married, have babies, and start that whole family thing. And Uh he freaked out. He was scared. And that's where your Simon Says comes in, Simon. Thanks, Angie. I said, don't let your insecurity get in the way of true love. Meaning, sometimes, most of us guys, actually, we might have this fear of where this is going. We're not financially ready. We're not stable enough. And we have met, though, we are with the women of our life. And sometimes it can sabotage 
Yes. The whole thing. Yes. Fear is a sabotage factor not to ignore. Yeah, if our, if our call Ryan gave into that fear, he would lose the love of his life and regret it forever. So you just you know got to get over it sometimes and jump in, right? That's right. All right, Simon. Thank you so much. Thank you for mm-hmm. listening tonight and for your calls and emails. Anytime if you want to find us, Simon and Angie, on all our social platforms, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and simonandangie.com as well. You can hear back any of our shows um, if you search Simon and Angie on the iHeartRadio app. You can always find us there, too. Until mm-hmm. tomorrow, thank you for being with us on The Rendezvous. Bonne nuit, Angie. Bonne nuit, Simon. The Rendezvous Show with Simon Marcel and Angie Taylor.